What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and we are here for a special episode, a cask pick. And uh, we will also be giving a whiskey t- or doing a whiskey talk, and those can get slightly offensive and inappropriate at times. So, uh, without further ado, Rob, what are we sipping on tonight? So, oh, actually, wait, the cask pick is for Charles. Charles. We are sipping on Woodford Reserve Double Oak. So I'm going to rate his choice here based on the bottle. Uh-huh. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a nice bottle. bottle. Well, it, it's, it's, it's still smaller in stature, I should say. Yeah, but, it's kind of squatty. Yeah. Uh, it's wide. It's kind of like a... Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Um, like a white person phallic symbol. Um, <clears throat> wide and white. short. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> sorry. There it's kind of inappropriate. We, we didn't get in two minutes. We didn't even make it in a minute. Um, <laughs> so well, my point still stands. What's a what's a embossed? They have an embossed little W F on here. Wait, no W R. Sorry, Woodford Reserve would be R, not F. I don't know what's up with me. Um, so it's the double oaked, which means that it was bourbon finished in new, heavily toasted, light charred barrels. Heavily toasted, light char. So. They they it's, just want you to fuck it up when you're trying to talk to yeah, someone Jesus about Christ. it. Um so this one is selected by master distiller Chris Morris. Thank God. I thought he you were ending decent... it on Chris. I was like, Chris, you're a distiller now? What the yeah, hell? Big time. He has a good signature because I can actually read it. Which oh, is nice. So it's ninety point four proof, which is forty five point two percent alcohol by volume. Um it is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. If you guys didn't know, Woodford Reserve is in Kentucky, so um, and just a reminder, uh, Kentucky bourbons tend to be a little smoother because of the high lime concentration in the water that they use from Kentucky. Um, other than that, nothing too crazy it has a nice cork top. Um, I think the price for this is going to be between 40 to $50, depending on where you find it. Costco has been carrying it, uh, quite a bit in Southern California, um, but yeah, it's 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 forty to fifty dollars. Nice bottle. It looks like bourbon. It it's a darker amber too. It is uh, a darker. It amber. could also be just with uh, the size of the bottle itself, but it does have a darker tint to it. Well, you know, we do tend to turn a little red uh, as white people. We turn a little turn a little red when we get toasted. So maybe that's why. Maybe who knows? <clears throat> that could be where they were getting it from. But at the same time, it was from the oak. So, but it is a classy bottle. I like it. Um. It looks like a $40 bottle of whiskey, $50 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Very classic. Yeah, classy. It is very classic. Um, Woodford Reserve does a good job of that. They're very old-fashioned with their look. They're trying to, you know, they're impressing people by their alcohol, not by their bottle. Yeah, I agree. And Charles, could you do us the honor and pop in that cork? Oh, shit. He just <laughs> Almost hit the took mic. Out the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your earlobes. Um Earlobes, not earlobes. Eardrums, eardrums, eardrums. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something like that. Yeah. Ooh, it looks. It it looks even darker getting poured out. It It is very dark. It's very dark. Um, I'm actually intrigued by it though, because I don't think I've had this one yet. I have, but I'm excited to do a full tasting on it. Even though to our discussion in the past, now when I drink whiskey, I do the sniff, I do the taste, I do you know one sip, flavors, two sips, flavors. Um, and yeah, but I'm, I'm excited to, uh, do the tasting. I am too. I am too. Chris, you excited? Yeah. 
it's got a like a cherry scent. I think to you're it. gonna I mean, like I, this I, one. I went ahead and and took a little sniff, but it, it has, has, has like a little cherry cherry scent to it. I get the cherry. It's definitely smells sweeter. It almost smells like it was aged in wine barrels. Yeah, I could see that actually. It kind of does remind me of a wine. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a like a interesting. There, like there's a still, Cabernet, yeah, a little bit. I got you there, and uh, I mean, I was also yeah, thinking weird. of. Um, Wait, come back to me. I'm getting <laughs> anise on the spice. The sweet, we're getting the cherry. Um, grapes. Vanilla? Grapes. <laughs> I vanilla? was going to say yeah. vanilla and I, or caramel, but I, I think you're right I with the, the vanilla. I think you get it both. You get the caramel and vanilla in there. I could smell the caramel. You know, I always wonder when they say they put caramel in, how much caramel do they actually put in? A drop. <laughs> right. <laughs> one, How many drops squeeze. per vat, though? Like, yeah. yeah. Who knows? No, just I mean, one it squeeze. is interesting. Just one just squeeze. One squeeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they squeeze it like an orange. They just yeah. and then that's it. then or rub like the edges a, of the barrel with it, so or, like an old fashioned. Or, or is it like milking a cow? <laughs> one squeeze. Uh-oh. I've never seen a nipple on a caramel. Doing that. And uh, according to Ben Stiller, <laughs> you can only milk things with nipples. <laughs> Wait, what movie was that from? Uh. Meet the Fockers. Meet the parents, uh, actually. Meet the parents, yeah. Meet the parents. Yeah. He was also in Meet the Fockers, though, so fair enough. That was actually a really good series. Uh, no, I think that was, was pretty funny. funny. That, that was. was pretty funny. I think Robert De Niro made it, though. I don't think Ben Stiller made it, because Robert De Niro was that funny old guy that was kind of a dick. They were a good combo. I'm still going Robert De Niro. <sighs> I mean, you're they right. They were a good combo. I, they were a good combo. It's kind of like Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. <laughs> shouldn't, work, shouldn't work, but does. <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg. I know you do. He's yeah, my man crush. So they were in MCM. Two, they were yeah, they were in two, right? Huh? They, they were in two movies. Get Out and they did Get Out. They did um, the Father one. The uh, oh, oh. He, they were in multiple. They were in oh, they did have um, a, a a sequel to the uh, something Daddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's Stepdaddy, oh, shit. Stepdad. No. no, I thought it was Stepdad. No, it wasn't Stepdad. It was going to bug me. Happy Dad. Uh. I, I don't know, because any anytime I'm thinking of like dad now, I'm thinking of uh, daddy daycare for some reason right now. Daddy daycare, I not know. like Big Daddy or something like that. No, Big Daddy was uh, good old Adam Sandler though. That was a good one. I like that one. That one was funny. Here, I just pulled it up. They have Daddy's Home, Daddy's oh, Home Two. That's what the it was. other that's guys is the movie the I was other thinking. Other guys. I said Get Out, and I think that's what I was thinking of. Was, Isn't uh, Get Out the the scary movie? It is. Yeah. The, okay. The psycho thriller. Yeah. Or whatever. That was a good movie, but the other guy's the one that I'm thinking of. Um, I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm. For, and well, peacocks don't fucking fly, by the way. If anyone didn't know that already, well, if you look at the end of the movie, it does fly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, it depends you know, on lions which don't go kill sea turtles. Mm-hmm. Because remember his analogy of uh, I, he's a sea turtle and Will Ferrell's a lion, or he's a lion and Will Ferrell's a sea turtle. Uh-oh. And then Will Ferrell like completely schooled him. Gotcha. Yeah, desk pops. That was a great movie. I love that <laughs> one. Um, we always talk oh, about. Oh. It's kind of funny. Desk pops that like transferred over to video games for us. Mm-hmm. GTA, Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Yeah. Same and no, it's and just then desk now pop. it's just pops. The the stupid figurine. Oh, for Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. Cool, 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 <laughs> cool, cool, dude. Well, cool. Um. So. Did anybody get their sniff while I was talking? <laughs> I was trying to fill that dead space. 
I well for my sniff I was getting. Oh, we all already did our sniffs. I meant sips. You mean the taste? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm getting more of a cherry oak vanilla. Yeah. Like kind of like a cherry oak vanilla a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I see that too. Um, it's it's got a a a longer finish. It's not spice heavy. No. Which isn't bad though. Like it's different. it, It has a like it's sitting a little bit sweeter. Um, and I would say that's probably help with the, either the caramel or vanilla, whichever it mm-hmm. is that they ended up using. Um, and we've also talked about that it can be either or. Um, and thinking about it, it, it kind of has like a syrupy. Yeah, uh, it is kind of syrupy. It is. Um, it's to me, it's one of the sweeter bourbons I've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's extremely smooth. Now, I will say, because I have had this before, my first thing, um, my first thought about it was I didn't necessarily love it because it wasn't as spicy, and I like a little more spice, but it's good. It is good, and it tastes like a 50 to $60 bottle of bourbon. Yeah. It comes across that way to me. It's darker. It's aged longer. There's a lot of goods about this. Bourbon. What what is the price? I I can't remember what the price was for this one. So as I stated earlier, um, sorry, Diva, I, I, I shit because I, I do this. You do this to me all the I, time too. But I, I don't um, remember you actually saying it was, the price. It's forty dollars at Costco. Okay, but it's it's forty to fifty dollars. You can find it at Costco and Total Wine. I think Total for Wine was forty like, bucks. Yeah, thirty nine ninety. And I've seen it at fifty bucks at other places. So I think depending on where you're at, if you're in a place that has a Total Wine or a Costco. You're probably gonna be able to find it for forty bucks. Otherwise, you're probably gonna find it around fifty. Okay, gotcha. Um, our local watering hole, Liquorama, has it at fifty dollars right now. So, um, it just depends. Yeah. So, and I but, think if you ever notice, certain liquor stores get better deals on bourbon than others on certain ones. Like Liquorama has Long Branch, which we did as a review at thirty dollars, but Total Wine has it at thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, yeah. So I think it depends on. Did the second sip taste a little different? Yeah, it tastes a little different. Um, it, I taste like four things, kind of what you hit with the cherry vanilla, the oak, um, but a little anise. bit of spice mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, anise is anise definitely the, the spice yeah. in here. And like, it's just different. It's not bad though. It's like good and it's quick. It yeah. just hits you and then like you taste it and you're like, oh, and then it's gone. And I'm like, oh. But it lingers a little bit. It does have a long like, finish. I don't think the, like when I think of linger, I think of something that doesn't taste good in my opinion. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it does. It's good. So like, it, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Is it keeping you warm a little bit or no? Um, I'm just hot all the time. So, it's um, oh shit. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can. I can feel um, a little bit warmer. It's got that. You can tell this one is done better. If that makes sense, like um, the way it's aged and um, what they kind of put into it. It doesn't taste cheap. This one would actually be really good with a cigar. Okay. I agree. I agree. Because it's sweet. Yeah, uh, like, oh, okay. Even if it even because it's sweet, like I agree with you on that, but at the same time I'm more of like the rye spicy type of uh, I am person, too. But, but um for this one I, I agree with you. This one would be good with a, a cigar. Because we've talked about it. I don't like cognac with cigars. Right. Because Cognac's it's a, too sweet. Yeah. This still has the spice. It hits like when you have a cigar, you either need something really spicy okay. or you need something really sweet. Okay. Contrast. So that's like where... You, you need a yeah. good contrast. You're a contrast. Because cigars I are... I mean, a good that's cigar like is me. very potent. Yeah. Yeah. 
We have a little love triangle. Chris, Devo, and Ariana. And it's weird because it goes both ways. It goes Chris and Devo and Chris and Ariana. Yeah, it happens. So Devo's upset that Chris and Ariana have a thing. Yeah. But Ariana's upset it. that Chris and Devo have a thing. But I don't it's, have a thing with Tori. Really like, what the hell? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's too tall for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. No, so, it is good. Um, definitely, definitely a favorite of mine. That that's a good one. I'm okay. interested to yeah. see how long this was aged for because it it's very like I'm I'm assuming Two since years. it was it was put in <laughs> since it was put into the oh, the first cask and then. 200 years. 200 mm-hmm. years. Big time. That's why it's, uh, it tastes so refined. Yeah, right. And dead. <laughs> Are you toasted. looking to see over there, Rob? It's Are toasted. you still trying to... Well, I was pulling up the tasting notes. I didn't want to read them because I didn't want to uh-huh. be swayed too quickly. Um, but it doesn't say the age. I'm going to try and find that right now, though. Keep hey, talking. Chris, while, while, he do, while he does that, Chris, why don't you go ahead and do your swish? I should. And uh, Charles, so... Any other flavors that you're getting or anything like that or um, anything that you would like to pair this with or you pair this with something? Uh, I'm just saying keep like listening steak. to our episodes, but don't talk to me. But I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying like pairing it with like like a steak or, you know, like would you end up with a cigar with uh, this? I would or, keep or it just to a cigar like cigar yeah. or, or just have a rough night. Might as well just have something like this or is this for like a good like it's for a good night just okay like just have a cigar and just have a good night like a, like a celebration yeah. type thing okay yeah all right chris what about you what 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 that swish get you um a lot of flavor uh no burn um didn't hurt when it went down um but yeah it definitely intensified the flavors it tasted a lot better that way mm-hmm. um it was very good i don't feel it like on my tongue i just feel like a, a taste that yeah. Was weird. What was that? Um, Little feedback. That was on our side, not theirs. Got it. Um, but no, yeah, definitely, definitely was good. Didn't intensify to where it like killed my throat or uh, my cheeks or my tongue's on fire, but it uh, it was smooth. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking with like how it tastes and everything that it it's got the qualities of the original Woodford Reserve. So I'm wondering if they take like the normal Woodford Reserve and then they put it into another barrel to well, be able to age a little bit more well that's why it's double oaked right but yeah. I'm, I'm saying insert instead of uh having a different mash for this mm-hmm. uh this it, you're correct one? Okay. you're correct um sorry i did just look it up oh, interestingly okay. um so they use two barrels they use a standard barrel to make it mm-hmm. and then they put it in a second barrel mm-hmm. that's heavily toasted lightly charred so cool. just to give a little idea on this the, a normal barrel used for Woodward's, Woodford Reserve, <laughs> Woodford Reserve, holy, yes, Balls. Lord Almighty, yes. yes. Um, a normal barrel used for Woodford Reserve, yes, I got it. Um, has been toasted for ten minutes and charred for twenty-five seconds. So I I'm going to assume, just thinking, this is like putting it in a large oven mm-hmm. for ten minutes and then charred, like where it's flamed for twenty-five seconds. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watch Neat, they kind of show how they char the barrels. Well, it's, yeah. I can taste that, like that smoke. Yeah. Like I can t- and it's not bad. Like how we had it before, I think we had one and it was kind of like too much. Yeah. That's like not, it's like. I think right it was the right Oak and Eden that you, yeah. you're, you're talking about. So that's the first barrel they use. Okay. The second barrel is toasted for 40 minutes and charred for five seconds. 
So it's toasted four times longer, but charred for 20% as long. And you think that's why it's not so oaky? That's why it's sweeter. Right. Because I'm, the I'm, toasting I'm brings like... the sweetness into the barrel. Okay. The charring gives you the smokiness. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. It's aged for, I think the difference between this and the regular is this is aged between six and 12 months in the second barrel beyond oh, the first. Okay. So that's where you get the sweetness. Okay. Now it's it's intriguing, and this is what's kind of cool about bourbon is they can do all this stuff just on how long they toast it or how long they char it. Mm-hmm. Just the barrel alone does all that, right? And then you have all the ingredients you can use, and it's pretty cool. I mean, to think Woodford Reserve is probably about twenty eight bucks. This is about forty to fifty bucks. So it's not terribly more expensive. They do a lot more work. They basically not ruin Double two the, barrels, mm. but you have to use new barrels every, I mean, every year. For it to be a bourbon, yeah. Yeah. And that's why you can pick up bourbon barrels for, you know, 50 to 80 bucks mm. for storage. And I have them or for good decoration. Hill? Yeah, I have the Heaven, Heaven's Hill. And uh, my girlfriend's mom just said she's going to give me her wild turkey one. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sick. I'm pretty it, excited about that. I was going to say, you're, you're pretty yeah. stoked on wild turkey. Yeah, right I, like, I like wild turkey. I really want to try the rare breed. I kind of do too. I have not had that, but should that be another um, cast pick or what? Yes. <laughs> um, My question is, and I didn't, I wasn't on the episode for you guys with the Woodford Reserve. Now, how different is it from this one? This is significantly sweeter. Okay. Yeah, um, it's a lot spicier for the, the 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 regular. Okay. This sweetens it out and smooths it out quite a bit. Now, Woodford Reserve is probably one of my favorite under thirty dollar picks. Okay. But this is kind of like. It's a different take on bourbon Mm -hmm. because like we've talked about, most aren't that sweet. Mm -hmm. This is very, like you can pick out the sweetness Mm -hmm. very easily. Um, I'm really hoping it's like cherry oak that it was uh, made in. I think it has to be American oak. But uh, I'm just, I'm really hoping still. We'll we'll talk about the tasting notes. It's on a different tab. Well, it just makes me think of it because I, I didn't, I wasn't on the episode for Woodward Reserve, but I did try it in the one of our taste testings that we did before. Right. Um, I don't know if it was Cokes and stuff. No, it was just the, we took our top five, I think, and we tasted it, it was separately. The, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was the one tasting. that we kind of fucked up and we didn't have something between them and we got completely... Right. Like, now, I don't remember what I rated it, though. That's the only thing. I was just curious. I think it was number three or four for you. So, I mean, compared to this, it's it's completely different to me. That's what I would say, like... I don't feel like I rated this one very high. I might have. I don't know. But this, or sorry, the first. The Woodford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, um, not double oaked. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to throw this out there, um, Woodford Reserve is aged for an average of 7.3 years. So then you add six months to a year. So you're at about eight years. Gotcha. So that's why it's minus. so smooth. Yeah. yeah. It's aged a long time. And honestly, at 24 to $30, seven years is pretty good aging. Yeah, definitely. Charles, you took a swish, right? Yeah. What'd you get? I don't know. Just more like flavors that were just kind of... I got more of the spices coming out of it. So just more anise. But I still had the sweetness with it too. But a little bit more lingering burn too. So, as Because uh, I, I took my, my swish a little bit ago. And um, for the, like the sweetness, I'm getting kind of like a toffee. I know you guys had said like the vanilla and, and caramel, mm. but I'm getting kind of more of a toffee feel um, on the finish. Like toffee with vanilla. 
I think it's, yeah. I think I really get vanilla personally. I don't know if you guys get a lot of vanilla, but I do get a vanilla on the palate. Like it yeah. kind of sits on my tongue. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's different. It's, it's very different than really any bourbon I've had. I think honestly, I like it a lot more now than I did when I had it the first time because I didn't expect it to be so sweet. Mm-hmm. And now that I knew that it was sweet, like I it kind of, it's still sweet, but I'm not like thinking spicy, spicy, spicy and then get sweet. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very enjoyable. So, um, yeah, I like it. It's, it's very good. This is another good gateway. Yeah. Hell no. If I'm putting this somebody that's supposed to be a gateway. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like if, well, someone that you care so, about gateway, like uh, I would give well, this to you to try. I'm and, trying to get you into whiskey when I'm not, you know, broke and making okay. 35,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Rob, I don't, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. In terms of the gateway, I'm thinking of Drugs. you give this, no, <laughs> you give this to someone that is usually drinking Irish whiskey, which is a little bit sweeter, okay. but you're wanting to get them into bourbon. Okay. This what about, might be a little what about bit better. Scotch? No, because mm-hmm. um, scotch is I, spicier or no, scotch is scotch peatier. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's got a little more smoky different. Uh, flavor to it. Um, this one, that or well, I don't know too many people that start out with cognac or anything like that, but um, it, it's a little bit sweeter of a of a whiskey, and that's why I was I was saying you know you go from like an Irish whiskey to something like this, you're gonna be like oh uh, well that's not as bad as I was thinking bourbon would be well that's my curious thought too because like yesterday when we um gave my uncle the old tub and mm-hmm. had him try it and then he tried it and he was like oh wow that's like it hurt him and stuff because he's like oh that's whiskey but then he was like oh actually i can see the difference like it, it tasted and it tasted good mm-hmm. it, and i think that's the thing with bourbon is a lot of people get scared away by the the harshness of bourbon right which it is probably the harshest um spirit mm-hmm. really it's it's harder to drink than anything vodka you can there's usually a heavy burn yeah there's a very heavy burn and maybe that's why cowboys like it because they they're kind of masochists (laughs) i don't know i mean who wants to sit on a saddle and get your balls beat in all day all day and they're all for it like diva likes that (laughs) diva does Mm -hmm. i could see diva is either a rodeo clown or someone who that rode the bucking bronco Dude, I am. You're he's quick. A That's why you'd be a good. Uh, he's oh a jockey. my god, you're right. Sorry. I, I, wait, what? What'd you're you a say? jockey. Yeah, I was going to lose about sixty pounds or Cause, forty pounds because I, I was like 112 oh, pounds. I know, and I, I was I was told earlier, well, earlier, like two years ago, from uh, my my sister in law. She was like, "Hey, you should be a jockey," and I was like, "I am too old to get into that sport." <laughs> you'd make more money. Possibly <laughs> depends for on real. the horse. Yeah, if you were on the it, big it horse, on the horse. No, the horse Aaron's is... probably got a line for you. She can probably call. <laughs> yeah, right, Charles. She's probably got some contacts. Yeah, <laughs> let's get into it. They might be short on height, but their list is not short. I thought you were gonna say they're not. They might be short, <laughs> like short on jockeys. Actually, and, I think jockeys are usually like five foot, though. Yeah, they are. Diva's too tall. You know, yeah, yeah that's, oh, you well, could be a Toby Maguire. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he might be five. What seven, was that movie? Five eight. Um, sea biscuit. Sea biscuit. You could ride Sea Biscuit. Good movie, by the way. That was a great yeah. movie. So it was um, they're not Black Girl. What was it? I I don't have to worry about a uh, cardio for for being a jockey. <laughs> you just have to and that, the horse. And that's, you just that's have my to stand up. That that's my biggest thing was was uh, cardio. So 
And you can feel the breeze. So. You can feel the breeze like you're running. So, And yeah. we could call your horse Sea Breeze. Like, <laughs> I was going to say Whiskey Biz. Because it's Chris's breeze <laughs> that's Cas- got him into it. Casky. Right? Casky. Yep, I like that one. Huh. Yeah. It's like I it, when Devo starts working for State Farm, he could wear, I'm wearing Caskies. Mm-hmm. You know what that makes me think of? And this is the uh, GTA betting on the horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fun. We did that yeah, for that a while. Fun. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I, I like horse betting, but then you kind of feel bad for the horses. I don't know, though. You, you kind of like, I think of like what cowboys put horses through. And it's like they're they're being pretty rough on the on the horses. And then you think about what a jockey puts them through. And But the you, horses love it. That's their sport. Well, do they love it? Because we they're can't famous. read their mind. They're well, famous. Yeah. Those, those the way horses, they run. life expectancy isn't very long. Well, that's because if they break an ankle, they're dead. Yeah, I think any horse. I mean, even with horses. Could you imagine if that happened to football players? What? (laughs) Like Aaron's horses, like with what they do, they get hurt. Yeah, they're done. They're done. They're done with their career. And yeah, they're not worth anything at that point. Mm -hmm. So do you think that the distillery has horses on this, uh, on on their their land? That's how they turn the oaks. The oaks, mm-hmm. the oaks, yeah, the barrels. <laughs> they don't, they don't have a, uh, they don't have like an assembly line that with an just automated. Horses. Yeah, it's just horses pull the barrels through, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then cowboys pull them off. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then ride them <laughs> with their going into the sunset. Yeah. So, so Rob, what does the distillery have to say about the the tasting? Are we done or, with the? Are we done with this? So <laughs> spicy, like, sweet on the nose. Yeah, palate is. Pretty. I mean, really, spice. I'm catching more sweet than spicy. But I'm if getting, anything, I'm getting anisette or anise. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Got there. All right. Um. So sorry, I jumped off. Uh, the, it's the anisette is the alcohol <laughs> that's made by anise or made from anise. Sorry, I don't know how I mixed that Do up. It's an Italian thing. Do you think Jägermeister has a, has a heavy anise or no? Well, I don't know. It tastes like licorice. So sure. Um, and then the, the swish did bring out a little more of the spice, but not a ton. No, but it also didn't enhance the, the sweetness either though. So like it's very well balanced. I, I do like this one a lot. And, uh, the fact that, yeah, well not the fact, but I'm going to say it like, I, I do like this one quite a bit. I do too. I like that they didn't force the sweetness into the recipe, right? They used the barrels to, to add bring to the sweetness yeah. yeah that's pretty cool and to think bourbon has to be aged a minimum of six months and they put this in for six months into a second barrel right yeah. and that was toasted at you said five minutes or no uh it was toasted for minutes. 40 minutes 40 minutes and, and char- charred for five yeah whereas a regular barrel is Wait, toasted for-, for 10 minutes and charred for 25 Five seconds. Okay. Can, it wasn't five minutes. Sorry, it was five, five seconds. seconds. Yeah. Can we just? Oh, that was my bad. But um, can we just take into consideration how long this shit takes? Like, holy crap! Like, yeah, thinking about crazy. it, like you you make something, you're like, oh, I'm not going to have the end product until maybe six years down the line. Well, that's when in neat when they talk about how a master distiller's last batch he will probably not see come to fruition. Like he won't yeah. see it sold. Right, I mean that's pretty crazy. Now maybe that's because he drinks too much whiskey, 
and you know his <laughs> kidneys couldn't handle it. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's he's another getting, reason. He's getting drunk off his own supply. Yeah, drank a little too much white dog, <laughs> oh, straight out of the still. Which that shit'll make you. That shit could make you blind. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do moonshine. a review on that. No. Yeah, I did go to a distillery once, and they they said, "Hey, do you want to taste what the the alcohol straight out of?" What's up, Diva? Oh, I was saying this is the one where uh, this is the story where you you got to yeah, dip yeah, yeah, your yeah. finger. Yeah, yeah. So Diva's doing hand motions. We can't. See, you guys can't see hand motions, but. Maybe we'll put his hand motions on a uh, TikTok. I can be or, good. Or if we, he does if, talk if, with his hands, or or if and when we get onto YouTube, you could you could see all that. So he just pointed at you guys too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta so, watch my hands. <laughs> so I went to Woodenville in Seattle. Great bourbon, great whiskey, great rice in general. Very good distillery. And I did a tasting there. Price point, by the way. Well, they're expensive because it's in Seattle, and it's expensive to come to California. Yeah, we got um, a lot of regulations. Yeah, we do. So they, but we also have a lot of people, so it's worth it. Yeah, um, I guess that. But so I did the full tasting. And they're like, "Hey, do you want to try the the alcohol coming straight out of the the still?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> like, don't uh, tempt me with a good time. <laughs> so they brought it out, but they said that I could only touch my finger to the liquid and then touch it to my tongue. And it was extremely potent. I mean, basically, it was at about 85 to 90% alcohol. Damn. Which, the reason they wouldn't let me drink it is, I don't know if you guys have heard of, uh, oh my gosh, what is it? The uh, oh my, uh, Moonshine. Mary? Moonshine has been known to make people blind. <laughs> so they didn't want me to go blind <laughs> while doing the tasting. But um, it that was- could have been fun, though. Really? To yeah, go blind? For, yeah, for to, go blind. to go blind? Yeah, yeah Absolutely. I'm, Fuck you! I'm, you said you don't want to be tempted with a good time. I think that's that why I just touched my finger to it. I didn't want to fucking like lose my eyesight. <laughs> I mean, at least if you lost your eyesight, uh, we aren't going down that route. Um, I think, I'm sorry, we went down another rabbit hole. So, so what the fuck did the distiller say? <laughs> <laughs> they said, it, "Like Charles, it's good. It's good. It's good." <laughs> no, I don't remember. I was in about four glasses by that point, and you know, thirty Send minutes. It over. So. Yeah, Wouldn't I tried go. to look out for it. Yeah, it's good stuff. If they do have it in your area, definitely give it a try. It's very good. Um, nice so, small bottle, rectangular, whatever. Yeah. So should we talk about what Woodford Reserve has Absolutely. to say? Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Would be great. Okay. I'm gonna try and get us back on track. Usually Diva does this because I take us off track. Um, so the appearance is a deep amber. Uh, was I talking too fast and no. doing coke, and that's why you're grabbing your nose? No, I have nose hairs. Oh. oh. Those are bastards. You need to drink more whiskey. That'll burn them right off. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, appearance is deep amber. Mm -hmm. Fair. It's it's probably. I have a decent liquor cabinet, and that is by far the darkest bottle on my shelf. Uh, Bradshaw is pretty close though. No. Elijah, Elijah Craig, Craig. Looks better. Uh, that's I think because it's on a shelf that's below the window. Yeah. <laughs> but. Even still, it's extremely dark compared to anything else. And I think on the colors from any other distillery, nothing's been deep amber. What? Oh, you're Sorry, talking about your rye, though. Piss, yeah. yeah. My, my. <laughs> so the nose is rich notes of dark fruit. So cherry or... No. Dark fruit could be cherry, could be berries, even though Devo doesn't think berries are fruit, but it, those kind of things, like 
blackberries, gotcha. boysenberries, those fruits. <laughs> um, caramel, we got that. Sharp honey. Oh, wow. Chocolate. Okay, so that's for the sweet. Okay. Oh, and Chocolate. that too. Cool. Wow. Okay. Marzipan. Don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah is it's that? some sort of, I think it's like a, it's another country's spice. I think. I don't freaking know. And toasted oak, which makes sense because it's finished in toasted oak. Heavily toasted oak, I should say. Okay, so taste. A full-bodied mix of vanilla, dark caramel, which we hit caramel. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that and it's vanilla. dark caramel and, because and it's... vanilla, yeah. Yeah. Hazelnut. Okay. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. From our last, or two episodes ago, I think it'll be two episodes ago by the time we release this, um, we talked about hazelnut maybe being the f- reason we didn't understand where the flavor is coming from, Chris. You remember where we were like, we don't know was what the, the wheat. It was the wheat. Yeah, it was yeah, the wheat. It was the wheat. It was probably yeah. so four sorry. episodes. It would so have been our the last special episode. Last special, yeah. Um, apple, fruit, which apple is a fruit, but maybe they just really wanted mm-hmm. to hit on apple, and spices. So I do like that they talked about spices last because I don't think that's where they were going for on this. No, no, definitely not. No. Definitely not. I, I think they were wanting to hit a wide variety of whiskey Taste. drinkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it can range from higher to lower on that. I think that it does hit like spicy Danone and mm-hmm. the whole thing. Okay. After I say the finish, I really want you guys to take a sip and see if you can taste this. Okay? Oh, after. After. Long, the finish is long and creamy with lingering hints of honeyed apple. Now take your sip and see if you get it because I'm getting the honey for sure. The apple might be like kind of the fresh part of that. Anyone like now? I can you, see, the can you see the honey yeah. now? I can see the honey. I would have never honey. thought honey. I mean, I, I guess that's where I was getting the, uh, the syrupy kind yeah, of feel. Yeah, the syrup, yeah. So... Although honey isn't syrup and syrup isn't honey, but they're the same texture. Yeah, but I I do get a little bit of a freshness out of it, and that could be part of the apple. Yep, like you the were sweetness is honey. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can taste that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to. So just going down their list, the next thing they talk about is their featured cocktail, which is interesting. That's what it's called. It says featured cocktail. I'm gonna read <laughs> what it's called. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And it's interesting. Okay, yeah. got it. That's so the co- no. I wouldn't personally, straight up, I would not have this with any mixed drink. No, it's yeah. too, to be honest, it's too sweet. It is. But this sounds really interesting. So it's a double oaked and rye Sazerac. Oh, okay. So you're going to mix this is, with the Sazerac? So this is double oaked bourbon. Uh-huh. With one, uh, so one ounce of double oaked bourbon, uh-huh. one ounce of rye whiskey, mm-hmm. one quarter ounce simple syrup, two dashes of bitters, and that's it. And then use a lemon peel mm. instead. So, so kind of that, a, a spin off of uh, like an old, old fashioned. fashioned. So yeah. it's like a sweet rye old fashioned. Yeah. Which is intriguing. It's kind of an interesting one. I thought that was kind of cool because no, I thought it was, it was like, original when I was thinking of doing something like that for our new fashioned. Well, I mean, that's what you do. Wild turkeys, basically rye and bourbon. Right. So, um, I mean, it's a high rye bourbon, I should say. Um, so some awards. They got the silver medal at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2020. Master medal, highest accolades. In 2018, at the American Whiskey Masters, 
So that's that's pretty impressive right there. Yeah, definitely. Finalist extraordinary ultimate recommendation, and that's because it came from the ultimate spirits challenge. Um, gold medal class bartender award. Um, they got a master at the American Whiskey's Whiskey Masters in 2017. Best in class gold whiskeys of uh, the world awards. Um, double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2015. Extraordinary ultimate recommendation at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge in 2015, and uh, and it continues down. Yeah, I was gonna say like with them being as large as they are, like I feel like they can get into any and every um, competition, and they're gonna compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and be one of the top uh, distilleries out there. You know, with whatever they bring to the table. I agree. It's just good. Yeah. yeah. I, I Again, I'm a little disappointed that my first taste threw me off so much. And I think this is where when you go into tasting this, you have to expect sweet. Right. Right. If you go in expecting spicy, it's going to disappoint you. You, you definitely have to have an open mind. And, you know, like for you and me, Rob, where we're definitely more on the spicy side. And I think Chris is starting to get to that sense of... And I guess, Charles, you are too, huh? With like, uh, you like more spice when when it comes to the flavor palette or for the for the palette itself yeah. and everything like that, um, which actually you know brings it to where I'm trying to figure out like, okay, so why was this your cask pick? Uh, well, it just because it has a lot of I don't know, it just has a lot of flavor, and it was like good to just sip on by itself to enjoy just by itself. I just liked it. Is, is this but a dangerous had, one for you? No, I actually took my time with it. Okay. Like, it took me a few days, yeah. A few days to finish a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, okay, so, like, so a, like, two weeks to for, finish a bottle. For, for the night, like, it's usually one, maybe two, or is yeah, it more of yeah. just one, and you're just going to sip it as long as you can? Uh, it was just with one, just sipping it as long as I can, but knowing me, I had two. So, like for the night, so, it, yeah. you didn't finish a bottle in the night. No, Charles okay. has a multiplier. Remember, one glass equals two for Charles. Right. Yeah. Which he's been extremely good today. I, I props to you, Charles. Yeah. If, um, if we had the clap sound, well, we would uh, throw that in there. I think it's because you guys betted that I would be over, so that's why I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this! I'm gonna do my best." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I think. On the opposite side, right? It's sweet enough to make it hard to drink a lot. So usually if a bourbon's very spicy, it's hard to drink quickly. So this one's almost sweet and spicy enough. It's not necessarily spicy, but it is spicy. And not in terms of like, not cayenne pepper spicy, but like spice heavy. But the sweetness is what keeps you from drinking a lot. Yeah, because you you may feel like you're going to get sick off of it and everything and it and it's feeling um you feel like it i don't think you're going to but i'm right, gonna have my right. second glass now let me chris let you me want some more you do, good no so uh yeah i, I so you're gonna it's have good okay. yeah i'm gonna have you pour it Devo, isn't it your third uh no not for not for this one i think he's lying <laughs> This is my second lie pour. detector. Where's the lie detector? My bullshit meter's going off the charts. Where's the breathalyzer? Yeah. Right. Um so I I I thoroughly enjoyed this. It's very good. It's different. 
I think it this one kind of if any whiskey's gonna if this reminds me of anything, it reminds me of Bradshaw because it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a little bit different. It's not. It's not necessarily. Again, this is another one that is like a situational bourbon for me. Right, but at the same time, like outside of the fact that you know they said that you could put this in a cocktail, I would be interested to see how this was going to go in a cocktail. I mean, it's fair it's, enough. It's definitely too sweet, kind of like the the poor roses that we we had, but at the same time, like there's enough spice in there that comes out that might actually complement a cocktail, depending on which one that you actually put it in. So I'm going to say this. If you were to put this in a old-fashioned, mm-hmm. straight-up old-fashioned, I would use half the sugar you normally would. Agreed. Agreed. I and wouldn't I, do a full amount of sugar. I would almost go with the citrus or orange uh, uh, bitters. I have not been Lemon. happy with the orange bitters. I think I think you're right. I think you put in, uh, like, instead of using an orange peel, you put in a lemon peel um, because it's going to bring out a little more bitterness where and, an and orange like still has a sweetness rather yes. than the orange. Mm-hmm. I know okay, it's I got not you. technically. Unless you're having my grandma's oranges, then you can do the sour because she has some bitter oranges. Well, I don't, you don't put any orange, but I get I what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not good. like that. You I, are I, I was, freak, I, I, I was trying to think of a joke to throw back at you, but apparently I, I can't. No. Mm-hmm. No. He's not they're, very perceptive on jokes. They're, really they're perceptive <laughs> on things. No, I, I'm just perceptive on, uh, yeah, Obvious realizing things. things. <laughs> so, let's go into our uh, our ratings. Chris, what would you give this? You always make me go first. Um, I would give this a... And it's mainly because you say that you don't drink whiskey all that often. Yeah, no, it's a... You're drink- <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, no, that I would drink this more if I wasn't like leaving. Um, yeah, I get so that. that. That would make it a 4.5. Damn. What what else did you give a four point five? Was it a uh, Long Branch? Um, long branch well, I wasn't necessarily on your Long Branch show, but I would have. And then Bradshaw. Um, Bradshaw was higher because of the old fashioned. Correct. It was a four as a as a mm-hmm. simple sipper, but mm-hmm. overall, you gave it a four and a half because it's probably the best old fashioned we've ever had. Right. And with this one, I really like that it's it is it gives you a little spice at the beginning, but it's not bad going down. Um, it doesn't like just linger in your mouth to where it's a like, bad taste because lingering is bad to me. Um, you know, it's, it's acceptable and it's, I mean, I drank that really fast and the time that I was here, like normally it takes me, I'm at like half a glass by the time that, well, yeah, the rest of us ended up pouring another one. Right. So we're, and Charles we're, didn't, we're on board with you. Yeah. And Charles didn't give me a lot on this one, but still like I killed it pretty fast, faster than what I have yeah, before yeah, for other ones. By the way, there's still a little bit. I know. I'll finish it. <laughs> He's waiting for the topic, man. Give him a break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What about you, Charles? What, what would you give this one? Um, bless well, because I gave the regular Woodford like a 4.5. So, I mean, I like some, I would say close to five. For You're going to give it a five? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. What was the other one that you did? Long you? Branch. Long Branch. So okay. I put it up there with Long Branch, but yeah. Definitely. It's different because yeah. Long Branch is spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But Long yeah. Branch is well balanced. Yeah. This one, I don't think is necessarily well balanced. But they did a really good job of making it sweet without like it's making it syrupy sweet. I know we right, said it's, it's syrupy mm-hmm. because it is. But it's not overpowered. No. No. It kind of reminds me of like you have a really good maple syrup pancakes 
and like that flavor that sits there for a while, it's kind of how it makes me feel. This makes me feel. You know, yeah, and I'm getting drunk on this. It, <laughs> it makes me also think of the Waffle House that's up in Lake Arrowhead. Like they're so oh, there's that different. One, yeah. It's like they make it. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. I really like that. I got you. I got you. Yeah, Woodinville has a bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. Mm. It's fucking amazing. I have some in the fridge. I don't know if it goes bad or not, but probably if does, you guys right? ever want to, I think it just crystallizes. Yeah. Um, if you guys ever want to try that, better, it's it's amazing on vanilla ice cream. Are you making us? Oh, okay, you're putting on ice cream. I thought you're making us pancakes. I got excited for a second. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, no, I don't think you want my pancakes. Barbecued food, yes. Pancakes, <laughs> <Not> pancakes. <laughs> got it. Anything got made it. in the kitchen, probably avoid for uh-huh. me. Um, on a barbecue, I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Good. And most of the time, that's good. Yeah, occasionally I fuck up. <laughs> yeah, Devo for, for rating for me, my rating would end up being a four point five as well, or I, I would put it at a four point five. Um, you could say as well because I did. A okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going four point five. Um, this one, I th- I think it's just too sweet to me for me to put it at a five. Like I wish there was a little bit more spice in it um, to put it at the five, and that's more for you know like I'm gonna definitely have this on my. I mean I'm probably gonna have this on my shelf. Mm. Go to uh, Costco, forty bucks. Yeah, exactly. Or or Total Wine for the same that price. same price. Tell so, Ariana you need toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. And I bring back this. And then you can you can bust out some wrap since you don't have to No, I'm just gonna buy a bidet. We're yeah, fine. We don't we don't need any toilet paper anymore. The fuck a bidet? A bidet. You want shit going up your ass? <laughs> it's, water. It. it's water. He already takes the shower. Yeah, he's got the shit. He's got the thing that changes. <laughs> he puts the jets on and just squats over it. <laughs> um so I, I, I'm going to say 4.5 as well. I think it, here's, the, here's the kind of oddity for me. Like this would not be something I would drink every night. Like this yep. would not sit, even though it's $40. And I think of, I go through, like if I have a whiskey night where I'm drinking whiskey, it's like two glasses and usually I'm done. If Devo, Charles are over, sorry, Chris, I'm not saying mm-hmm. it. Like if you're over, you'll chat with us. Mm-hmm. But if if it's, like we're having like a conversation, we're just sitting, chilling. Maybe I'd have like three or four, but in most cases, when I drink whiskey, it's one to two glasses, so it'll sit there for a while. But I, I just can't. It's too sweet for me to drink on a regular basis. Agreed. It's but it's really good, and it has a spot on my shelf. Mm-hmm. It's not a it will bad always... sweet. I, I think no, that's, no, I think no, that's no. the other thing because there's there's other whiskeys out there that we've talked about where you know it tastes sweet, but it's like a, a sweet that's like off putting. This one, mm-hmm. it it has like a duller sweetness to it to where it's not as like it it doesn't taste like a I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of like Jolly Rancher or something like that where where it's just like overly sweet, too much sugar. Like this definitely doesn't have it. It's just there to kind of give you like, hey, you know, it's not burning as much. They hit the thin line between too sweet and, and not, not sweet and enough. well, no, I I think they just they're right on that border of being too sweet, but they didn't cross it. Right, they're just and pushing the limit. They're pushing yeah. it, and I think it's intriguing. And I think like if you had someone that didn't like drinking hard alcohols at mm-hmm. all. And you're like, hey, I want to get you into bourbon because there's a lot of flavor. It's enjoyable. The nice thing about bourbon is it's a sipping alcohol. It's not like it's designed to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is very enjoyable. 
And this would be great for that person just getting an alcohol. But that's the thing is you got to understand is that if you gave this to somebody and you give them something else after this, they're not going to like it. Because this is going to set, is, this, set it up is, at that, a high, that, that is a high standard. Because that that's how I would look. Like, if you showed me this first and I was trying these other ones, I, they'd probably all be twos and threes. That's you know? a good point. Um, that's a very good point. I like that. Because this could be one like, I mean, for instance, for me, like this is one of the better ones for me. Like this fits in that top three now. Yeah. Like, so, so since we've done the four roses, like would you say if we gave you the four roses first mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, do you, do you like that? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, Try this one. Mm-hmm. Like, would you end up turning to bourbon just because of that? Oof. That's tough because I'm still not even set on bourbon. Like, that's the thing. And I've had been on at least 10 episodes. So if we go from what you guys have given me before, from the Jim Beams to the Evan Williams to the um, fucking Bullet Rye You drank or a whatever. lot of harsh right. bourbons early on. And then, but then you showed me, like, for instance, the number one thing I think you guys made me try was the Long Branch. And that's what got me to come on mostly. Um, was that, and then we did 1792, like the long branch is still my favorite. Um, but it's not like it's like super high class in that sense. Um, and then 1792 was good as well. I was actually impressed with that. Um, but that does drop out of my top five now. But when I look at it and then I tried Bradshaw or I tried the Russell reserve, like those built up to it. And now having this, I'm like, Oh damn, that one's actually really good. So if you show me ones that were like this price all the time and they were that good, then yeah, I'm set. Well, and, and like I, I guess all the time. that kind of goes to when you're trying to get someone into whiskey, you're, and that's why I tend to give like a harsher whiskey to someone mm-hmm. to start out with mm-hmm. just because you, you got to have that gradual. And so is that why not like your number one to give to somebody? Uh, it, knob still, I, I wouldn't say it's knob is. Creek, by the way, just yeah, so knob, you know. knob Creek isn't. It's not um, Zevo's knob. It was no, uh, 120 no. proof that he gave to us that mm-hmm. one day. So yeah, that one was good though. I liked it, but at the same time, uh, no, like, I, I, that's why I'll give a rye to kind of see where they're at in terms of spice, and then I will give a bourbon after they've had this the the spiciness of a rye because. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they're still trusting me, especially if they're like, yeah, I'll I'll take a whiskey. What do you have? Mm-hmm. And I will give, you know, possibly even that uh, Old Forester 100 right. to kind of like lead them into something similar to this, where it 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 sits sweet, but it does have enough spice to where it's it's not like a rye where you know it's it's going to be overpowering in terms of the spice. See, I'm the opposite way on that one. Okay. I would give someone like a Buffalo Trace or an old tub. As but like it also depends one. on what they're they're drinking beforehand. So if they're well, if they're having beer and they're like, oh, well, I kind of want to get into whiskey. I think Bo- Buffalo Trace is a very easy sipper. It's almost yeah, I guess too, that's it's true. too I easy guess I, of a I, sipper I, I guess for that's us. True. That's why and we it, didn't like it. And and I mean, you you talked on it for uh, Buffalo Trace that it it does have an oily. Uh, scotch feel yeah it does um, and scotch is definitely the smoother so uh buffalo trace is almost too smooth for what we like yes yes and i think that's why like a lot of bourbon drinkers think that buffalo trace is a little overrated right um but it's also highly rated because it's an easy sipper right i just won't have it on my shelf because it is too easy of a sipper like right and after the ones that we've, because I I listened back to the one uh, to that episode and I was like, I don't know if I would want Buffalo Trace on my shelf. Like, yes, because my my father in law likes it, but 
outside of that, it's like I, I don't know if I want streaker. to. He is. He is. You're right. And um, he gets excited every time he brings home a, a buffalo tray. So, hey, you know, and that's and the best way to enjoy whiskey is the way you like. So it doesn't matter our taste profile. I think hopefully by now you guys know our our likes. Chris likes smoother, sweeter. Charles is kind of in the middle. Yeah. And Devo and I are very high spice. Yeah. Um, and to me, this bourbon is so is really good just because we like high Devo and I like high spice and we like this. And this is very sweet. Again, to Devo's point, sweet doesn't mean like Jolly Rancher candy sweet. It mean I mean bourbon's not sweet in general. This is very like if you were to tell someone that didn't drink bourbon, hey, this is really sweet. And they tried this, they would think you're the craziest motherfucker in the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it's really <laughs> not sweet. It's no. just sweet for a bourbon. Right. 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 So I think it's it's all in context, and everybody's kind of on board. Um, everybody should understand where we're coming from on this by now. Hopefully, right. everybody right. understands us well enough. And if you don't listen back to our uh, previous episodes. Yeah, and don't judge us. We were on a single mic before. Now we're on individual mics. So hopefully this sounds a little better. But um, but yeah, should I mean, we talked about that bourbon for a very long time. We usually talk a long time about our better on our special episodes. Um, just as a reminder, you guys, we do. This will probably, assuming Wells Fargo doesn't. Oh, shoot. Was I not supposed to call out companies? Oh, well. Other people have problems with Wells Fargo, too. So, assuming they don't cause more delay on our bank account, um, this will be our last episode that we release on our regular streaming. Um, or our last special. Special Sorry. Episode, yeah. yeah, our regulars will always be around $30, $30 and under. under. Right. Jesus. Um, don't and Devo. Um, Bible thumper over here. Um, <laughs> May the Lord bless you. <laughs> Has anybody watched uh, The Handmaid's Tale? No. Uh, I've never seen it. I, I, know Ariana, I, I know Ariana has they, seen they it. They so. say like all these like very religious comments. It was uh-huh. kinda, you guys uh-huh. kind of reminded me of that. Um, <laughs> but I lost my train of thought. But uh, I think Patreon. I was talking about Patreon. So we will be releasing all of our future episodes, our future specials mm-hmm. on Patreon. Those will always be released on the 15th and the 30th. We started it this year on all of our specials. We're on the 15th and the 30th. We'll, we will be moving those to Patreon, and it will be at a minimum donation. I think they call it a donation of yeah. one ninety nine or two dollars. Two dollars, yeah. Plus you a get month, two, and you, you get, get two episodes. Yeah, and we taste we taste bourbons over or whiskeys over thirty dollars, and on that we are more willing to hit up bourbons that you recommend. You're like, hey, I don't know if I want to try this. Let's see what these fuckers have to say about it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would take the one that uh, I ended up picking up that, <laughs> that last week or whatever. The the one that I made you guys uh, try for the oh, oh shit face. Oh, are you? Uh, what, what was that? Balcones. Balcones. Yeah, Balcones. Yeah. Right. Um, Casks. You strength. know what? We're we're open to trying anything. Yeah. If you guys do sign up for our Patreon, we will be happy to try out more bourbons. Now, if you say like a hundred dollar bourbon, it may be a little tough until we start to get more 
follows and we're we'll getting put a regular on the list though yeah we know? definitely will because honestly we all want to try the hundred dollar bourbons too we just right now it's a little tough so but at at some point we'll have merch and you know who yeah knows? yeah and if you guys can't do the two dollars a month we completely understand if you do want to support us outside of a monetary way just rate us that's a huge help in huge help in apple and other podcasting sites i think apple is the only one that does the actual ratings yeah. you know what i would love for you to uh, for you to give us five stars but if you don't because you don't think we deserve it well give us let less us know. or let us know on our instagram or send us an email it's uh whiskey, whiskey biz, biz podcast uh, with a k because whiskey comes in cast thank you devo at gmail.com and uh our instagram page tiktok our whiskey biz podcast again with a k um because we wanted to be a little punny yeah so with that being said i think we're done with the review i think this is our highest rated bourbon so far i was gonna say so where where are we sitting so four and a half five four and a half four Four and and a half so we're at oh jesus christ if if we we didn't do an episode before this and i hadn't gotten pretty drunk um, I would know that number. Uh, four sixty fourth. So we're at four point six two five. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah four point six two five. Um, this is our highest rated. I think the only one close is Long Branch, and the price range is right about the same, probably for most of our listeners. Yeah. Um, we did review it as a thirty dollar and under because our local watering hole, which I love, I go there pretty much every Friday now to buy new bottles of whiskey, which is a little dangerous <laughs> because I don't buy under thirty dollar bottles when I go out and buying whiskey because and I want us to try them on the podcast. If they're yeah. listening, who are they? Liquorama. Liquorama. It's it's wonderful. I I mean, sometimes it's like fifty fifty on their prices. Some are a little higher than other. Yeah. You know, like total wine, and some are lower. I mean, thirty bucks compared to thirty eight. That's a huge difference. On but a they bourbon. have a good selection, though. They have a very good selection. That's why I go there, and I like supporting smaller businesses, yeah. even though they aren't necessarily small now. But they have I Bradshaw. like it there, and they They're have exclusive for Bradshaw. So. Yes. Well, yeah. no, not exclusive. They're one. I mean, of there two. is a, there is an online. Bradshaw is now in, in Hawaii and Arkansas. What? Yeah, I found out about that. Wow. That was through Dan the Bourbon Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has a cool site too. If you guys are wanting to find interesting bottles at good deals, um, he has a map, and if you sign up for it, he we haven't even been in contact with him. I might have to now because yeah. we gave him a <laughs> shout out. We're, we're gonna have but, to. It's really cool. I've been hitting up his website or his website to check out the map to see if there are any cool bottles nearby because it's pretty badass. That's a great idea. Like people can post good finds that they found. It's kind of like a slick deals for whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys for listening to our review. But Charles has a topic for us to talk about because it's, it was his cask pick. So he gets to pick the topic. Yeah. So considering our political climate, I was thinking – what would you guys think about, um, well, because my work sent, a, sent out a memo talking about like no politics no at, shit. at work. I like that. Like official and everything. Like you could get that's trouble like Hell written yeah. up if you're talking about politics at work. So I want to know what you guys think about that. Do you guys mind if I jump in? Go for it. Okay. So my thought on politics at work, cool. and I think we've kind of talked about this in the past a little bit. We've touched on it. I don't think... 
employees should talk about politics at work. I think it's such a touchy topic, and I think it's because of our culture that it's a problem. I think two individuals should have no problem discussing politics. Right. But the problem is, is people are so fucking opinionated on it that it causes conflict in the workplace. It's because they're stuck in their ideologies of it? They aren't open-minded. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to say, I mean, I have my times where I'm not open-minded and I'm kind of an asshole and I'm like, I don't, you know, this is the right way, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But in the most part, I try to be open-minded. I try and understand both sides, but I don't always understand it as well as I should, right? Because I have my mindset. We're all kind of cocky in that way. Like we think our way is the best. Yeah, it's kind of how how we're raised and everything. Yeah, you don't want to just give in to someone just because they say it, right? Oh, oh, yeah, I believe you. You know, you should double-check what someone says. Anything we say, double-check it. Don't take it for face value, but keep it in mind because maybe we aren't wrong. Maybe we aren't right, but maybe we aren't wrong. And don't rely on the fact-checkers. Like, you've got to do your own research. Oh, God damn, yeah. I hate when people rely on them just to be true. But I think it's bad because it's bad for morale, morale between individuals. I mean, I've been at companies where people are very very outgoing about their political views and they talk about it way too fucking much and it just drives someone on the other side of the political view completely nuts. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to talk about politics... Have it in a casual conversation. Like one-on-one? keep an open fucking mind. Or go play like, I don't know, most companies now have like pool tables. If you're at a company more than like 300 people, most of them will have like a pool table or the area that they rent a office space out of has like some sort of a, you know, an entertainment area. Or, you at know... home now, though? Because a lot of... A lot you're of correct. Are... That's true. And now, over the internet, don't fucking talk about politics. No. Yeah. Like, I, I, I agree with you. It, it doesn't... Like, depending on what you're, you're ending up uh, talking about, especially when it comes to politics, it can bring your day down. And, you know, it just... It, it's not okay. Like, you, you can definitely have that outside of work. Yeah, I get that. I think it's hard too, though, because just like how you said, like on social media, in the sense you can't post it. I mean, there's family members that are now not family members technically because they were their political view when it shouldn't be the case. We're all family. It shouldn't fucking matter what if you vote for Jimmy John or Scooby Doo. I don't fucking care. Like Jimmy John is fast, bro. Yeah, but like you know what I'm saying, like that type of stuff. It blows my mind away. Like it shouldn't matter. But also, why would you post it? Like I get it. You have freedom of speech and all that, but like. It's not that important. Think about it on a lighter scale, right? You have a debate whether or not Del Taco or Taco Bell is better, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because there's two choices. Mm-hmm. You have two choices in politics. And yes, you can. You could vote for you know some random little drive-through Mexican place mm-hmm. you have in your city, Juanitas. but they aren't gonna they aren't going to be a main brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like in politics, they're two major Parties. sides. Yeah. Um, and you didn't talk to your aunt because she liked Taco Bell and you liked Del Taco. Right. How fucking ridiculous is that? Agreed. Like, everybody has yeah. their opinion. Let them have their fucking opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't say they're wrong. Don't ever say someone's wrong, mm-hmm. especially when it's opinion-based right. or feelings-based. Yeah. You can never tell someone that they're wrong when it's on that side. Mm-hmm. 
So, so bringing into the, the workplace, does, you know, canceling out, like you can't talk about politics uh, inside the workplace, does that infringe on the First Amendment? Remember, they're paying for your they, time. Oh, yeah. They own you with that situation. You're on the clock. I yeah. was just asking. I'm, I'm, in, I'm just, I'm just in terms of, that out in, there. In, in terms of an argument, I was just saying it like, you know. Yes, but they're paying for your time. You are representing that company when you are on the clock and off the clock technically, but off the clock, you can obviously get away with a little more. If I say something on the podcast, I've never mentioned the company I work for. They can't come after me and say, hey, you devalued our company because right. of what you said. Now, if I told you what company I worked for, then you that's a whole other issue. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, you work yeah. for it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so that's, that's I think, we learned, the uh, not necessarily the hard way, but we learned through our podcasting, we don't bring up, we do our best to not bring up names other than Andrew. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and well, that's an alcohol. That's an alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. That's not a person. That's an alcohol, Charles. Come on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but you know, we, we figured out like, Hey, we need to be mindful of that. But when you're on the clock, they're paying you. And if they're paying you well enough to keep you there, mm -hmm. then you should buy the rules. Not, not even by the rules, just do stuff that will not hurt that brand. It's like if we hired someone, right? Right. Right. And they talk shit about us all the time. They're hurting our brand. They we pay for them to be there. Yeah. So, but they're so, hurting our brand. How would you feel about it? I'd feel pretty bad about it. Actually. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't um, just feel bad. I'd be absolutely pissed. They'd be buried in the backyard. Fuck that. <laughs> Vegas. There's a lot of desert near Vegas where right. a lot of other people are buried. Right. Area yeah. 51. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Is that why it's so secretive? All the <laughs> Could be. casinos buried their people that they're, they're they're built a base over. <laughs> yeah. You don't have the money? Fuck you. We're putting you in Area oh, 51. <laughs> no, I, I, I guess I'm I'm also thinking because I've I've definitely gone against the grain when it comes to having political conversations with a fellow coworker. Um, but it's also because I know he needs to also get out his frustrations on what the the you know the state that we're in right now so um for me i guess it's one of those things i i don't know if i would say that it's a gray area or if i just confide in him and and also you know let him kind of vent it out i think on that same topic it depends on who you're talking to yeah if you have a friend in that area that you know won't say anything and it's not said on a public service Right, not not in front of the the yeah. VP or anything, or, like or that, even or... on a like where it could be heard, like on right. the podcast. If I said something like I work at blank and blank, and this is how I feel, like don't then put it's it a on different teams. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, but <laughs> I think it depends. You obviously trust that person. Um, it's different if you don't trust that person because i guarantee all of us has talked sh all of us have talked shit about someone we worked with at our workplace shit i've put some things about other people that i work with on teams with in conversations with people now i trust that what i said is not like that out of out of out in left field or i'm saying something terrible about the person that devalues that person right 
But we've all confided in people that we work with. I mean, if you didn't, it would be hard to work there. You all have to, everyone has to have someone that they work with, that they trust, that they can chat with and not just feel like you're getting paid. Like you, you kind of have to enjoy what you do in some way and you have to have that person that you vent to. Right, right. You can't vent to your significant other about, you know, Jay that works in, uh, R and D right. who fucked you over, said something and screwed you and no one else likes him. You can't talk to him about, you know, to your significant other. You can't talk to him about friends. Yeah, you can, but you have to explain all this shit. You have to have someone at work that you can kind of vent to. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I guess that's where I was saying that it's kind of a gray area for me in terms of bringing up like politics and everything like that. Because like I said, this this guy he he knew where I was coming from in terms of my stance and everything. I knew where he was coming from, and you know we we tend to to uh, just talk it up and and uh, figure out you know like where we're at and everything and and uh, we tend to vent whether it's uh, through the initial um, you know teams type of message and or you know like now we're 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 texting back and forth uh back and forth so it's it's one of those things where i don't know i i f- i feel like it's still kind of like a gray area like it it can have a a play but it it shouldn't necessarily be uh appropriate and i i tend to turn it to where like you know it's it's not appropriate we need to go a different route within the conversation and everything like that so yeah, and you don't even necessarily have to say that. Just right, right. I just turn it. I just turn it a different, a yeah. different route. And he knows it. He he knows when when he's gotten to that point too. So I don't know. Just to just to kind of go on a side note, uh, Chris did have to head out. Um, it's not that he doesn't have anything to talk about on the Happy topic, birthday, but he, Andrew. he did have to head out for a family event. He didn't want to interrupt Devo on his little rant, um, so he just took off just to give you guys a heads up on that yeah um but what about I you th- charles like so have you come across anything like that or is it just more of like you you just don't want to hear it for i think they were just while you're at work i think what the hr department at my company did was just to cover their, cover ass, their asses yeah. just cover their ass because at the time the administration was switching right so like and you know like a lot of things were like a lot of people were saying a lot of things and there was a lot of controversy at the time about the election. Okay. So I think they were just covering their ass just to, to remind people like, Hey, you know, I would have phrased the memo differently, but they came mm-hmm. out and said like, you could be written up for talking politics or whatever, or where your stance is on something or I don't know. It would, like you said, it's a gray area cause they weren't ri- very clear. Uh-huh. So well, I mean, I feel if you're, like politics is gray area, no matter what, like which makes it hard. So like, yeah. how are you going? How is my company going to enforce that? Right. So to me, I thought the memo was a waste. They could have easily just said like, "Look, I know things have changed. There's a lot of things going on. You know, you are at work. Let's keep it professional. Let's focus on your work. Right. Focus on your career. Right. You know, leave that stuff at the door. Um, try not to bring that into other things because you don't know what other people are going through. They could have right. done something like that, but they. I don't know. I just don't think my HR department was the best at doing that. Was it more direct with how they how they presented it? Because I feel like with for a lot sure of, indirect. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Sorry. No, 
Uh, go ahead, Rob. No, Devo, you got this. No, I talk I, too much. I, I, I was going to say, like, I, and, you know, major corporations tend to have a very political stance on things in terms of, like, how they present a problem and how they want to solve the problem, where they present the problem as, you know, this is horrible. We need to fix this. But then they're indirect on how they're wanting to. How to they're fix very it. broad. Yeah. They're they're like, well, we're gonna think about the possibilities and we're gonna hopefully do it this way. And you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, just fucking tell me what you're gonna do or what your idea is on the subject because right. they don't even give yeah. a, a direct stance on what their idea is on the subject it's just well you know what like this is where we're at in 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 the society and this is where we're gonna play but we have no idea how we're gonna get out of it i'm tired of fucking pc pc is, yeah, yeah. fuck this yeah. pc i'm sorry i'm a little no no that's it's, it's annoying it's like PC, jesus christ like it, pc wasn't a thing 20 30 years ago like it, it was in terms of like okay you're you're gonna be consciously thinking of like what this person's gonna think but I'm gonna say it and right. say respectively this is what I believe. Like the U.S. was started on anti PC. Right, right. What, I mean, what? Uh, I can't. I can't even get into. It's annoying. It's just like why do I have to say what you'll you'll be okay with all the time? Like f- fuck that. I mean, it, I keep friends around me. I mean, really, I, I think for all of us, like the four of us, the cool thing about this podcast, it gets the four of us together. Now, we are all, I would say, maybe pretty with some, we're pretty much all like our f- best friends. Yeah. For the most part, with maybe some mild exceptions, but for the most part, like we are the group. Mm-hmm. Like we're all each other's best friends. And I would never have a friend around me that I couldn't just say how I felt because I was afraid of saying something that might offend them, regardless of race, religion, whatever. Well, and that's how it should be. Like, it, it definitely should be where, I would like, I, I can tell so. you, you're being a fucking idiot and you're going to be, you're going to take it as like, wait, oh, shit. You Am would I? know not to say that when I drink a bunch of whiskey, though, right? <laughs> I mean, there, there, there is that too. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm, I'm, if I were to say that, I don't th- like. I have no thought in my mind of where you're just going to be like, you know what? Let me take a step back. Let me actually look at what I'm doing and why you're saying that. And I feel like people take too much emotion into it. Like, well, they're just too sensitive in general. Yeah, they just can't separate the, you know, just to actually hey, just have a conversation. You have to understand that people are going to have their viewpoints. So I think that's what it is. I think we you, we've you have to understand. You should understand that, but most people don't understand that. Right? Like they only see their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know if you guys ever took a child psychology um, class. No, but I did see a psychologist as I was a child. We'll we'll go on this <laughs> separately, right? So what they do is it's interesting because when babies and younger children see things, they only think that people can see their side of view. That's why peekaboo fucking works. Okay. Right? Uh, because they see things as the face isn't there, they're not there. Right. Not like 
oh, they put their fucking hands in front of their face. They're still there. It's just their hands are in front of their face. Right. They see things from their side of view. And some people don't grow the fuck up and understand that their view is not the only fucking view. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's definitely the uh, Achilles heel to society. At least the U.S. society. Jesus. Um, I don't... I, I mean... I don't know. I don't I don't know where things are going. Who the fuck knows where things are going? Luckily, we still have podcasts where I can say fuck. I don't know. Maybe in three well, years, I won't even it? be able to say fuck. True. Who knows? True. I mean, who knows it, with, it, with how, how we're running now? Like, well, I don't even mean like the... I mean, I'm not talking about our current political standpoint, but, you know, someone bitches and says fuck uh, offends them because uh, they can't have kids. Uh, by I the way... I don't know. Uh, Watch that one uh, new series. It's like a short series on Netflix, and it's uh, all about curse words and their no shit with yeah. Nicolas Cage, huh? No, no, yeah, yeah, Nicolas Cage. He's Nicolas. he's history he's the, of uh, curse words or something. Yeah, it's actually really good. It's so funny. Really, it's so funny, and they have a bunch of uh, comedians on there talking about like, and in one of the episodes, it is fuck and like how it it came about and everything. And why it's actually almost like an endearing and, you know, it, it gets the endorphins out and everything. Like, it's it's actually a he, almost a healing word, as weird as it sounds. Really? But, yeah, it's it's well, a very funny is and good relieving. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it they, relieves they, stress. They, they kind of touch on the fact that it that fuck is with uh, sex. So. It is. I mean, if you're at a bar and some chick says, want to fuck, I mean, you're, you're relieved. You didn't have to ask, right? I mean, let's be real. I mean, I never had that happen to me, but if it did, I mean, it would be, I'd be much relieved. Like, I know where the night's going. That's, that's, there's no confusion there. I mean, yeah, someone's bedroom. I don't know if it's mine, someone else's, or a motel's. I mean, who knows? But, I mean, it, it, it is interesting. I think emotions play. Where does shit too- come from? Well, obviously, uh, it comes from your ass, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that was the origin. I, I, I don't know if that was in. I I think it was, but I don't remember the episode that it, that I watched because I, I I finished the series in a night. Jeez, oh, uh, way to go, Diva! Damn, <laughs> way to support Netflix. I, that that's thanks to uh, Ariana being on nights. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, no, like I I think emotions plays too much of a role within our society, and that's why politics can't be brought into the workplace, especially not in a very uh, populated spot within within the workplace. Like like you were saying, Rob, in terms of like you know saying or saying it within a group meeting or anything like that, like. You shouldn't because there's too many emotions that will populate out of that. Yeah. Do you want me to go on a real like kind of rough tangent that could I, potentially sure. lose us some followers? I, I don't know if it will lose us followers or, Maybe. or gain us. Maybe. But because, because are, we're, you, are we're, you more we're cutting the strands, bro? We're, we're, we're uh, tearing out leather here. So you're but a there's guy. No leather on we're, this whiskey. We're all males. In right. this room, right? right? Oh well, okay. With, I, I kind of see where you're going on this, but go so ahead. if you're in a room, you're in a you're in a uh, you're in a small meeting, right? Charles, are you okay there? Yeah, just burp and oh, nice burning. Oh, okay, 
Um, it sounds like you need more whiskey. I, uh, don't, I do. Don't, Charles. Wait, <laughs> wait until the game starts. We, we're, we're recording this episode before the Super Bowl, in case you're wondering. Um, but I'm thinking to go back to my... to give them if, if and when we get there. Well, this one's not bad because it's only 45%. Right. Um, don't give him balcones. Oh, no. Jesus oh, God, Christ, no. he'll be fucked. No, I'll just give um, him a sip of that and he'll be done. So no, don't even give me that. I don't <laughs> want to touch it. He'll be puking. <laughs> um, but, Rob and I but, are... are uh, go ahead. I, I don't know. I, I was, I was we don't have say, oh shit faces. That's no. what Devo's trying to say. Yeah. Not bad. So, I'm still new to this. So. It's okay. <laughs> hey, fine. you know what? It, it, most of our listeners are going to be like more like Chris than probably any you, me, or Devo. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, going back to my topic, or my not my topic, but my your, thought. Your stance. If they're, if you're in a small group, right, and you're you're with three, four work individuals, right, are you more hesitant what you say if there's a female in the area or in the group? Yes. Why guess, is that? I guess, I guess that does depend. Why is that? Because of the whole Me Too movement and all, like, kind of like... Are you going to fuck her? No, but then I'm saying... Then what like, the Me Too movement's about fucking... I don't know, just because I just don't trust... Okay, like, okay, these, I'm going to jump on something here, and it's going to well, be... don't they want to be equal? So shouldn't they but hear... But well, well, it, 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 killing it, it right now. It definitely depends on what type of thing that you're going to end up saying. So if you're going to end up saying... uh. So, so to speak, uh, men's joke or man's joke, where you know it, whether or not it's. Are you saying like why Helen Keller wasn't a good driver? Because uh, she was uh, blind. No, because she was a woman. Um, sorry, sorry. I, I, I almost, uh, I almost, you, you almost jumped in. I know I you knew it. the joke. So, <laughs> but, but, um, like, so are you not going to say something like that because there's a woman within the group? Yes. And I because. feel the exact same way. I mean, I wouldn't unless I knew that woman. But they want to be equal to us, and, that, well, and that, that's and what that, they say. And, but and, they do a different thing. But and and that's the whole thing, bringing it back to like, why is there PC? Why is there you know women wanting to be equal to men if they don't want to hear that type of joke? Like it's it's one of those things where it's like, just let the joke lie. As it it's is, it's a joke. It's not yeah. serious. Yeah, right. And that's, that's the, the same thing, thing with like and dark humor jokes. Like, I I don't understand why people get so offended by dark humor dark humor jokes because, like, it's a joke nonetheless. Like, just look at it as that. Let's let's go this route. Like, I'm you, sorry, I I, no, I definitely you guys got a little I, like I I, like, I, I, I was trying to keep it, it kind I, of surfacey, but I, you know, I went in on it. I apologize. Yeah, it's all good. You go in and you don't come out. <laughs> or you come but you don't come you don't leave uh no comment <laughs> <laughs> so like here's the thing the people that you surround yourself with do you want them to be super serious or you want to be able to take a fucking joke i want them to take a joke yes like that's that's the same with me like charles you're amazing because you take jokes as well as anyone devo mm-hmm. does it well um chris does it well i sometimes do it well i'm probably the worst in the group at taking a joke especially if it's directed it, it, at uh, me and i was gonna say it i'll depends be honest on, it depends on how much you've had to drink if, it, if it's directed at you don't pants me when i'm hammered yeah i was gonna say if it's directed at you uh that's that's a different story <laughs> yeah yeah but like if it's if it's a like if it's directed directly at someone like you're giving him a hard time 
you're being an asshole. Um, yeah, don't do that. But if you're saying a joke about like white people, right? I'm so not you're gonna, I'm not gonna, or something. Yeah. I'm not gonna flip the fuck out. Like, yeah. make fun of us. I don't care. We all have our faults. But yeah. why is it okay to make fun of white people and and no one else? I uh, Devo. That's sorry. That's I, a, I, 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 a, I no. That's exactly the question I would fucking ask. But. Um, <laughs> I, I hate being on the other side. I got Jesus, there. Devo. So got it's okay making white jokes because there aren't any. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, I don't know. It, unless Wait, you're, I mean, well, you're going to say like, dumb this. blondes, those, those types yeah, of jokes. Yeah, there, there are plenty of blonde jokes, and that's basically like the white joke unless you go like uh, countries of origin jokes. Okay. Like, so, like there was, there, mm. there are like different european countries or origins or things very that PC on this. yes yes i'm going to i'm going to float the line on this one um and a lot of people know what i'm talking about but there are a lot of groups that you wouldn't want to make fun of right because it's it is like it, it kind of crosses the line on some of those but if you're going to say like a, a stupid white super general like why you know like a wide how do you Drown a blonde or something like that. Like put you a know. scratch and sniff. Yeah, get it's at the stupid. Like how the f- like if you actually think you'd fall for that shit. Or how do you get a a blonde a one armed blonde out of a tree? Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, but they've also changed that. Like for Polish people, they've done it for all sorts of white people to get them right. out of a fucking tree. Right. Who's gonna be a one armed white person in a fucking tree? <laughs> Who's gonna be a one armed anything in a fucking tree? <laughs> Like it's it's they're not gonna want to climb a tree, damn it! No, like that's no. that's a whole thing. That's a joke. It's it's uh it's putting out a uh, you know an obscure topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's something so out of the norm. It's like who the f- like? I mean, I can't even think of a tree that a. I mean, who's who's gonna be there? <laughs> are we are we what? talking oak? Are we like, going? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then that would, oak tree is gonna turn into a bourbon barrel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and they shouldn't be there. Let's just be honest; they should not be hey, there. But there's even more history in that oak barrel at that point, though. For for the whiskey, Devo, you just got like kind of racist there. I just went. It's like, okay. It's okay. I was I hoping to go it. a little bit. I, we already put the disclaimer into, out, so it's fine. Uh, I was I was hoping to put a little bit deeper into uh, whiskey in general. So the only thing you want to go deeper in, Zariana. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Rob said it, <laughs> and that's expected. I approve this message. <laughs> I'm Devo McGee, and I approve of this message. Um, uh, but I mean, it, it's just it's it, like if you just have a fucking sense of humor, Jesus Christ! Like I think I'm that's not, what we need in this world right now. Where our world's so fucked up, the only way to make it decent is to just laugh about it. Right. Yeah, and and I feel like that type of humor needs to be like the forefront because, like, you you have to make fun of the situation that you're in. Otherwise, you are gonna go insane. Look at the uh, healthcare professionals right now; like, they're in in deep on in the the pandemic right now. Devo, what's they're, one of those jokes though that you're trying to talk about? I well, I I'm just thinking of how a lot of like just uh, joking together, fucking around, like saying stupid shit. I I can't think of anything right now. I'm okay. I'm only thinking of the fact that uh a, a lot of the healthcare professionals will put almost a darker feel on the situation that they're in because it makes it lighthearted. 
And, you know, you have to, you, you kind of have to do that to be able to get out of yourself, get out of the situation and, mm-hmm. and make it to where you can actually live within the situation that you're in. So, so to that point though, it's going to be hard if a healthcare professional, right? Says that joke to someone who's not in the profession. So are you saying like, keep it within your profession? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, and, and, and I know that that's, that's kind of how they work because I mean, I, I was, excuse me, while I, while I burp with this, uh, goodness gracious, I, I've got a lot of stuff going on in there, but, um, yeah, they, they will look at a situation, take care of the situation. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, this is going from experience where like I was uh, interning, so to speak with, you know, an, an emergency room and their jokes, <laughs> they, they were morbid. They, they were pretty really? bad. Yeah. So they, they would look at a guy that ended up where they're, they're going to end up losing an arm and they make a joke about it, but that's only because they have to be able to cope with the situation that they're in. Cause it lightens and, the mood for them basically. Right. What they're seeing. Right. And, and that's all in terms of, uh, but they never make the joke to the person. Right. 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 And, and I, I guess that's the whole situational type of joking that you kind of have to have. And, you know, like it, it makes sense for people. Mm-hmm. You you have to be able to do that. You have to make be able to make light of a very stressful situation to be able to almost like reprogram yourself to be able to uh uh perform at mm-hmm. at the level that you're needing to perform at. So I mean, I I get it to where like you don't want to ruffle any feathers or ruffle too many feathers or what have you but that one joke may make another person feel better about the situation that they're in and and that kind of goes back to with with uh my buddy with work where sometimes he's in a situation and i know i have to make some type of joke whether it's political or not to make him realize that like hey this is all like a part of it and you kind of have to get through it yeah i get that i get that it's <laughs> it's tough like it's so hard like you obviously need to be comfortable with the people you're joking with the people that you're you know saying things to don't make offensive jokes regardless if that person's in the room or not if it's going to be offensive, like truly demeaning someone. Right. I right. think, I think, I mean, like we we've, all, we've all we talked all... about the fact that we will joke on Andrew, but we will also joke on Andrew in the room or right. over the headphones through uh, video games and everything like that. We will definitely do that to and with him to and with him. I don't know if that's uh actually the way it's kind of like the way brothers do like the brothers that pick on each other kind of yeah 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 like for for your you have one brother yeah yeah so like you would do just like i would joke around with him and you know make fun of him a little bit but he would do the same to me yeah so um, we all have faults no one's perfect right uh some people think they are and they deserve to be made fun of (laughs) (laughs) okay I can, I can kind you know of what? I like that. that. It's straightforward. I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, uh, sliced bread, major sandwiches. I've never seen a person make your sandwich for you. Slice. Outside of someone at Subway, Jersey Mike's, Quiznos, Jimmy John's. John's. Sliced bread still needs to be sliced. A machine does that, Devo. Right, but I'm just saying, Automation. like, there still needs to be. So we need to a... slice these people to make them okay. <laughs> I, I'm Usable? just saying, you, you could easily say that bread sounds like is you need more whiskey, Devo. I I don't right now. Good. No. Good. No, yeah, we'll, no, we'll wait till sarcastic. the game. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll wait till the game. Okay. But well, I'll make you an old fashioned. Oh, that sounds good. I'm right? very I'm excited. That. That's what I'm drinking during the game for sure. Um, but I think I think all we're trying to say is be careful what you say. Don't say it at the workplace unless you're extremely comfortable with the person. Probably even then you need to be careful. Right. Like keep jokes, like regardless if they're, if you find them offensive or not outside of the workplace, don't talk politics because it never works well. It really no. doesn't. And uh, um, unless it just audience. takes one person just to take offense to it and then it's done with. Yeah. And all it takes is HR seeing the message. I well, mean, really, yeah. if you're dumb enough to put it on, in writing then sure right but now nowadays like because well now my, my my job everything is recorded so there's that just be careful guys um you know again not everything we say is right or correct we just give our opinions we uh drink right yeah you know and we've been drinking a lot of our a lot of our well all of our specials are recorded after another episode yeah so to you know be able to give you we, the best, we want to give you the best whiskey talk. That's what that is. And I wonder yeah, if no that's what makes the special episodes longer because we just does, go down does. more we're rabbit at, holes. We're at a minute thirty three now, and uh, who knows if people are still listening? But hopefully they are, and if they aren't, hopefully they enjoyed our tasting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and we do appreciate you guys for listening. I don't. Did you did you guys have more you want to touch on? Okay. No. Um. Again. Check out our Instagram, Whiskey Biz Podcast. We also have our Twitter, where we twat. No, I'm just we, kidding. We, we haven't oh, tweeted in a oh, while. Oh, that's no. right. That's no, right. We don't TikTok, twat. Bro. We just TikTok. Yeah, we just we're, talk. We're, we're starting to TikTok right we now. Twat. <laughs> we're, 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 we're starting to gain some... Uh, you offensive motherfucker. <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to get there for, for TikTok right now. And, yeah, and so YouTube. we're trying to... We're, so, we're wanting to get into YouTube, but... Yeah, we are wanting to get into YouTube. It may take us a little while. We'll see... Um, hopefully we can release something in the next couple weeks. Um, or if we haven't already, because we are re- recording this about a week before we try and special, we try and get as much in as we can for you guys. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I may have already uh, talked about that. I'm getting know, a little drunk. Gmail, so. Gmail, yeah, we, Gmail, whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to chat with us, um, you can message us through uh, our email or through Instagram, depending on your preference. Uh, we're happy to hear your thoughts. Comment uh, on us on, uh, on, on one of our uh, posts on Instagram and everything like that. So, And give like, us a rating. Yeah, give us a rating on the podcast. We do appreciate it. It does help us move up the charts. I don't know how the fucking algorithm works, but it does. I mean, the ratings are part of it. The listens are part of it. Uh, I mean, we we want to keep giving you guys the best content we can and that's one way we can by moving up the charts. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to our ranting, our uh, thoughts, whether or not they're right or not. There are thoughts. We hope you respect that. We'd love to hear your thoughts on whiskey, 
on different topics. If you guys want to hear a certain topic, hit us up. Let us know what you guys want to hear. Um, but yeah, Devo, do you have anything to say? Uh, you know what? I just want to say, keep it neat, friends. Woo! Woo!